Happy Monday, happy Monday. Wake y'all asses up. It's Danso Pitch Podcast, and I'm your host, Charles Danso. Let's get started. I want to welcome those tuning in from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as our YouTube viewers. Welcome to a new episode of the Danso Pitch Podcast. That's D-A-N-S-O. Let's get started. In today's episode, what we will be covering is 15 rules for negotiating a job offer during the job interview. A lot of times we all go into a job interview where we may just initially take the pay whatever days time period that they're asking us to work because maybe we may need the money, maybe we need the job, maybe you want to get into that career that we need. But there are certain ways to still get the job position that you're applying for and still get certain incentives that you also want. Like I mentioned, maybe you want more pay. Maybe you have children. You, you're doing a postgraduate degree. As opposed to you leaving at six or seven, maybe you have to leave at three to four. We will be covering all these specific guidelines as to why you want to negotiate and get the best benefits from your job offer interview. Very important. So, like I mentioned, I did 15 rules. Now, these are 15 personal rules that I myself, Charles Danso, have experienced going through a job interview. Other, they've been successful in negotiating or not successful, as well as interviewing and speaking with different hiring managers, managers alike, in my own personal nine-to-five role, as well as people that have been online and people that I know that are managers in other companies elsewhere, where I've put together these 15 rules that anyone can use to successfully negotiate during your job offer or interview, like I mentioned. So the first one, rule number one, don't underestimate the importance of likability. What does that exactly mean? When we usually go through job interviews, we have to have someone go to bat for us. What does that exactly mean? Again, that means that whoever the interviewer is, that be the potential manager, associate, whoever you may be interviewing with that's going to go back to the hiring manager and say, I want this person for this specific role. You have to sell yourself to that individual to showcase why they want to hire you as opposed to anyone else. Why do they like you more than the other person they interviewed an hour ago or yesterday? Very important. So what does that exactly mean? How you look, appearance. I can't stress that enough. Appearance is number one. Men, wear a suit or tie. It doesn't matter what the job position that you're applying for. Make sure you look the part. Make sure you look like you own the company or you work in the company already, if there's already a suit and tie company. For, for women, make sure you have a dress suit on, not too revealing. Make sure that they are solely focused on you, your skill sets, why they want you over anyone else. Don't come in there timid. Make sure you're, you're lively, you're bolsterous, you speak clearly, very important, eloquently as well. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to sound, you have to sound so proper, but you sound proper in a way that they understand exactly what your, your job position is, your skill sets. You can exactly speak to the resume and maybe certain extracurricular activities. What do you do outside of, outside of work? Maybe you enjoy reading. Maybe you... You have a dog. You enjoy playing in the park with a dog. Maybe you, you play sports. Maybe you enjoy basketball. Certain things that you can relate 
And you also want to make sure that they relate to what the interviewer is, who the the interviewer is. Excuse me. Maybe they mentioned that uh, the interviewer may say, hey, like I have a dog too. Whatever the case is, certain things that sets you apart from everybody else that he or she is interviewing, looking to get into that specific role. So likability. Likeability allows you to maybe negotiate for more money, maybe less time to work at a certain position, but still get paid adequately with everyone else because you may have children and maybe the other person doesn't have kids that you may have to pick up from school. Make sure you're likable during a job interview. Number two, help them understand why you deserve what you're requesting. It's not just enough for for the interviewer to like you. They must also believe you're worth the offer you want. Never let your proposal speak for itself. Always tell a story that goes with it. Just just don't state what you desire. Just don't say, hey, hey, Bob, I want a 15% increase in my salary in this new role. Bob can ask you, why, why, Charles, do you want a 15%? What you respond with is, example, I... I would like to have an extra 15% because in my previous role, I was able to turn around a $250,000 client, client portfolio. I've done that multiple times. Maybe they may be asking you that this is a lot of reporting you may be doing in this position. Maybe you, want, you know how to do Python. Maybe you know how to build websites with HTML, CSS, C++. All these are very important things, just different skill sets that set you apart? And also, how were you able to execute in the previous role you were in or previous roles you were in that allowed the company to get a, to gain more profitability or became better as you work in there? Because you can showcase that to the current interviewer that anywhere you go, you get shit done. That's what you want to help them understand. The reason why you're asking for more money, maybe better time, is because the fact anywhere that you've been, you've gotten shit done and in the adequate time. Remember, deadlines is the most important thing in the job. It doesn't matter whether they say, oh, you could turn it in next week. Doesn't matter. If they tell you that they expect it as soon as possible, you make sure you get that shit done as soon as possible because that allows you to showcase that you also were able to complete things in a timely manner. That allows you to bring that into the current interview where you can help them understand that the reason why you're requesting for maybe 100,000 opposed to 80,000 is because, remember, I have the skill sets, I, I get the deadlines done, and then my, my previous company or company that I was in was able to see success with me being there. You want to showcase this to the interviewer. Make it clear they can get you. What does that exactly mean? That means that you don't want to give the interviewer any other inclination that you're interviewing anywhere else. Now, whether that be true or not, that's really up to you. Of course, we've all been in interviews where we're obviously interviewed elsewhere because we obviously don't know if we're going to get the job that we desire. But we don't let the interviewer know we, we just tell them that this is the sole job that I want. I've been reading everything about this company. I've learned about this role. 
And this is exactly why I am an asset to this company than any than being anywhere else. If they ask you the question, are you interviewing anywhere else? Okay, if you want to tell them, you can. But what you re, you rebring the and reframe it back to the interviewer and say that yes, I may be interviewing elsewhere, but this is a sole company that I want to be at. And you give your example of why because maybe the company has this for his employees where they pay fully full tuition for this company as opposed to the other companies you're interviewing. Maybe they do this on Fridays as opposed to the other company. Just give certain examples as to why. Maybe work in this department. This is something you wanted to do your whole life. And this is the sole company that you can do it with because you've seen how and you know people maybe that have worked in this company that they've seen success working in this specific department, this specific role. Just just make, make it to the point that this interviewer, this interviewer is going to leave this interview with you afterwards and say like, damn, I got to hire this person. This person really wants this job. You want to make it known that you are solely focused and look into this person's eyes. Tell them that you want to be in this position and nowhere else. Remember, you don't want to give any slight hint that this is just a job that you're just coming just to collect a check and go about your day, even if you are. Because remember, you don't... Joe Joe Schmo doesn't know you from across the room, then you know that individual. So again, you don't want to just make anybody second guess why they should hire you. You make it solely that you want this sole position and nowhere else. So if you really don't have to divulge that you're interviewing anywhere else, don't say it. But if they do ask the question, you use the examples or similar examples like I mentioned to you to negotiate for better salary and or better time, whatever you're negotiating for. Understand the person across the table. Read the room. Everybody is different. That doesn't change in an interview. The person that you may be interviewing, maybe he or she may be straight to the point. Maybe the other person, maybe he or she may be more talkative. Maybe he or she may be more shy. Maybe he or she may be overconfident. And you can read that. Now, not everybody, some people can read people better than others. But you're able to usually tell how someone is based on how they talk, their body language. So you play it based on what that individual is kind of bringing off that energy towards you. Now, like I mentioned, a lot sometimes, and I've been in interviews like this, where I'm trying to negotiate, and this person's right to the point. Why do you want 90000 Well, you flip it on them and say, I feel like I want 90000 because of X, Y, and Z. Now, you don't respond with that same quick energy, but you get right to the point. You, you go to the interview audience listening. You're going to the interview making sure that you have all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to have an egg missing. You don't want to come in just kind of going off the top of your head, making shit up because they'll know. Trust me, they will know. So this is very important that you do your research beforehand. If if you're asking for a certain pay, certain time, use certain examples. Like I mentioned, use your skill sets. Showcase how you were able to execute deadlines in the previous roles that you were in. Showcase to them that you were able to successfully complete your deadlines or your day-to-day work 
while being able to leave at three to go pick up your kids or whatever the situation is. But you have to have some paper trail. You can't come in there just making up some something and saying like, hey, this is why I feel like I deserve this. Because you don't really deserve anything because they don't know you. But may, allow them to know you. Open up yourself to them. Showcase to them that, remember, based on the body language that they're providing for you, turn it, turn it back on them and say, this is why you feel like this is the situation. But do it in a way where it's not coming off aggressive. You're not demanding. You're just asking. You're just requesting, wanting to, to see, okay, can I, can I get to that destination I want to? Can I get to the 90000 Can I get to the 100000 Give them be some give give them bits and pieces as to why that is. Next, understand your constraints. Audience, it's okay. Not every job you're going to go into, you're gonna be able to get the desired salary you want. And that's not up to usually the hiring manager. Because remember, they have to report to someone that reports to somebody that reports to somebody who's the one that's really running everything. And they're the ones that's kind of divvying out how much the company can afford to pay people. Or give time time away for other individuals. Whatever the situation is, maybe you're in a small team of ten to twenty, and they can't afford to make a hundred thousand. If a manager says that, audience, a lot of times that is actually the truth. Remember, every position that you're in, they're they're getting paid only a certain amount for based on that department or role that you're in. So it's very important that if you are going to Basically, like I mentioned, go into that position saying like, hey, this is how much I want to get. Then you flip it into something else. So if they can't give you the salary you desire, maybe they can give you the time that you desire. Maybe you, like I said, you have other extracurricular activities outside of the role or potential role you're looking to get into. So you, sh you stress that to them. You showcase to them as to why. This is very important. Don't go in there just just stopping. The negotiation is who get who who speaks first, who drops first. So if they're not able to give you this, ask for this. If they can't give you X, ask for Y. If they can't give you Y, ask for Z. So it's very important. But another thing I will mention audience listening is if they can't give you X, Y, and Z, it's also okay to turn them down. Sometimes don't feel like you have to be constrained to a certain job because of the fact of whatever your situation is. a lot, And I'll tell you that from personal experience, just dealing with certain jobs where I've said yes because I felt like I was gun-holed or, or I, I couldn't do anything else. The, the best thing you can do in a job in a negotiation is have flexibility. So also, if you have to embellish a little bit and say like, hey, maybe you don't tell them the exact number, but maybe this job is offering this, Sometimes you can do it and be successful where they may be able, they may really like you. They may really see your story and say like, okay, let me go back to my manager and see what we can do. Like I said, in a negotiation, you don't want to be constrained based on what the interviewer is asking you. Make sure that if they can't offer you X, you try Y. If they can't offer you Y, try Z. Very important. Next one. Be prepared for tough questions. Any negotiation going into, you want to make sure that you're ready to answer all the questions readily available. If you're asking for a certain amount of pay, you should be ready to answer as to why you deserve that pay. So example, if, if, someone, if you ask them for a certain amount of dollars 
or a certain amount of time, they may be like, okay, why do you feel like you deserve that? That's commonly asked question in a negotiation during the interview or job offer. So you come back with that question by answering, like I mentioned previously, what you successfully did. Even if you don't, if you did, even if you didn't successfully complete that, you answer it by showcasing your leadership quality. And if you weren't the leader that turned turned around a two hundred fifty thousand dollar deal, embellish. Hey, if you have any hiring managers listening this and that, all interviewers lie. You we all know this. We all embellish a little bit. We've all done it. So we showcase to them. Hey, maybe I spoke to Bob, Brittany, Mike. I was the lead in that. I was able to speak with them. We coordinated. I was able to work with this person I didn't really get along with. And I was able to successfully complete this because I knew the end all be all was to get this deadline completed for our department to make this $250,000 deal completed. Showcase why they, why you're the leader, why they, you deserve this amount of money you're asking for as opposed to everyone else. What separates you from the norm? Next one, focus on the questionnaire's intent, not the question. This is very, very, very important. Now, a commonly asked question is, how early can you start this specific role or position? This is usually asked because it's not necessarily the interviewer looking to see how early can you start. Is they're trying to gauge, do you really want this job? Do you really... Do you really want this position that you're applying for interviewing for? Now, if you don't know, you should at least be ready to answer that question without saying, I don't know. Never, ever, ever say, if an interviewer asks you how early can you start, never answer with, I don't know. You will not get that job or position that you're applying for. This is very important. Never answer with, I don't know. You should other A, have a have the answer readily available and, and as early as possible because nine out of 10 times, the interviewer wants you to start as early as possible. That usually is a week to two week max time frame. Now, we all have worked in certain positions where that may be a little bit longer, but you say to them that, okay, I, I can't start at, in the this time frame, but I can start in this amount of time frame and I, and I can start on this specific date and time, whatever the case is. Make sure you have the answer readily available. Never answer with how early can you start with I don't know because that's a turnoff for interviewer or interviewers. And they nine out of 10 times, that will cause you to not get the job. Because remember, it's not just you applying for this job or interview for this job. There are many others. There's usually... Other people applying for the same position with the same skill sets, with the same background as you. But sometimes availability is the best option that may get you a job as opposed to someone else. Very important. Usually deadlines in any type of job setting is what sets you apart. How quickly can you do this as opposed to someone else? Very important. Next one. Consider the whole deal. Sadly, to many people, negotiating a job offer and negotiating a salary are synonyms, but much to your satisfaction from the job will come from other factors you can negotiate. Perhaps even more easily than salary, don't get fixated on money. Focus on the value 
of the entire deal, responsibility, location, travel. These are all factors you want to consider in a negotiation deal. Maybe the specific job that you want, do they have flexibility? Maybe you're looking to move, you live in New York, you're looking to move to Dallas. Is this company willing to do this? And you make sure you get that in writing. Very important. Get everything in writing in the contract. So make sure you read the contract in whole if they do agree to this. Maybe mobility. Maybe you can work from home. We live in the COVID era now. So some jobs allow you to, some jobs may not. You don't know that because you just going in there saying yes to everything. But you ask these certain questions outside of just the money. The money is an incentive but also flexibility, like I mentioned, is another incentive that you want to focus on during a job interview. So these are questions that you should be asking during your interview in negotiation is what is the mobility and flexibility outside of just the pay? Negotiate multiple issues simultaneously, not ser serially. So what does that mean? If someone makes you an offer and you're legitimately concerned about parts of it, you're usually you're usually better off proposing all your changes at once. So don't say something like the salary is a bit low. Could you do something about it? Never say that. How about this? This is something I recommend that you ask. And audience, you can have a pen and paper. You you usually can ask something like this. I'd like, thanks. Now here are the other things I'd like. If you ask for only one thing initially, she may assume that you are getting it will make you ready to accept the offer or at least make the decision. So as opposed, like I mentioned, apologies, I went on a little tangent. But what I'm trying to say to you is, as opposed to you saying something like I mentioned is, it's a bit low, you can turn around and ask, how do you feel about this thing that I'm proposing? And then you give A, B, and C, D examples as to the benefits as to why you feel like you deserve this. So you remember, you ask in a, gent, in a gentle way, in a way that opens them up as the interviewer. You say, how about this? You say, thank you at first, and then you respond with, what do you think about this? How do you feel about this? Because that, when you ask the question back on them as the interviewer, the interviewer is going to look and in their head, he or she is going to think, okay, this person is willing to compromise, but is still also willing to see if this is a possibility as to what this person is asking for. Now, this is through salary. This is through this and that. So you also, like I mentioned, you always want to have receipts. You want to have your resume intact. You want to have things that allow you to support what you're asking for. But usually, remember, you just don't say that's a bit low or I feel like I deserve this. You usually ask them, you say thank you at first, or I appreciate you saying this. What do you think about this? And then you lead you lead that question off with answering about because you've done A, B, and C, or this is the reason why you feel like you deserve A, B, and C. So again, you're opening the question back up to them. So that puts the interview also in a position because they're going to be like, okay, like they got you thinking. You always want to get the interviewer thinking. Because once they're thinking, that allows you to continue to push the envelope, see how far you can go during the interview, during your negotiation. Very important. Don't negotiate just to negotiate. This is very important. Resist the temptation to prove that you are a great negotiator. Now, what does that exactly mean? 
look at some of our politicians, some of these people. People just talk sometimes <laughs> just to talk. This is a common thing amongst humans. This is who, how we're constructed. If you're going to negotiate, make sure you know exactly what you're talking about. What is your, excuse me, what is your ask specifically? What are you specifically asking for? Why do you feel like you're asking this? What, what, what separates you from the pack? You should have information to support your ask. You just don't ask and then you start to ramble afterwards. A lot of times we, we get caught in that. I've been caught in that. And I've had to teach myself that if, if you're going, sometimes it's okay not to speak at all and you wait to speak. Listen to how the interviewer is asking you the question. Think about it a little bit. Take about a five to six minute second pause, three to five second second pause, I would say, and then respond. Just don't respond quickly just to respond. Make sure if you are going to ask a question, think about what the response is from the interviewer. So example, if you're asking for mobility, like I mentioned, maybe you live in New York looking to go to Dallas. And then the interviewer may say, I need you to be here when you can say to them, okay, but uh, thank you for responding that, uh, giving me that answer, excuse me. So what you can respond with is, okay, I, I understand what you're saying. How about I do X amount of months here and then see how I progress. And then if we have that discussion again, during whatever, if whether you get the job, you have a mid-year, annual year interview, uh, review, and then you could bring that question up. But remember, you get that in writing. Always get your stuff in writing during a negotiation. Do not sign off off of word of mouth. That is a hindrance to you even asking what you feel like you deserve or what you're asking for. Always make sure you get everything in writing. Think through the timing of offers. At the beginning of a job hunt, you want to want to get at least one offer in order to feel secure. So remember, it's okay if you are interviewing and you say something like, hey, I feel like whatever the case is, you feel that, you know, you've, you have a job offer lined up and then you're interviewing for another job. So this person responds with, like I mentioned, how quickly can you start? That's really up to you in a negotiation because don't accept the offer coming to accept another offer. If you've already accepted an offer and you had the interview, I would hope if you accepted the offer for the previous job or you're willing to give an offer, then you can give timetables between them. A lot of times we interview for multiple jobs and then we may get whatever the case is. We may get a job offer here or there, but you don't want to conflict yourself. You want to give yourself adequate time. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you tell people that you're interviewing everywhere else because I told you earlier, audiences, that you want to make sure that the, uh, the interview is solely focused on you and nobody else. But if you do have multiple options, what you can do is give them a response, a follow-up email, or give them a timetable as to when they can look to hear from you. Just don't accept just to accept or feel like because of the fact that you're accepting, that means that uh, whatever, they're not going to give the job away. Because remember, you accepting is a lot of times taken away from somebody else. And if the manager finds out, they can easily rescind that because at the end of the day, the company is the one that's writing the contract. They can easily rescind that back. 
So if you are going to accept, make sure that's the job you're actually going to take. And if you are looking to weigh options, give them a timetable, max three days, never go over three days. Remember, avoid, ignore, or downplay ultimatums of any kind. So people don't like being told, do this or else. So avoid giving ultimatums. Sometimes we do so inadvertently. I've done it. We're just trying to show strength or we're frustrated. So basically, what does that mean? That means that never make the interviewer feel like they're constrained interviewing you. So never give them an ultimatum like, I want this or I'm going to go here. Avoid that at all costs. Just open yourself up like I mentioned. Just tell them that you're going to give them a response saying in a kind manner. I hope during this whole episode that I've been able to give you guys kind of just an update as to how to go about that. Be friendly, be genuine, be kind. Don't go in there feeling aggressive. Don't be aggressive. That is always a turnoff for anybody. Don't give ultimatums. You're not, you're not a mob boss or somebody that's calling the shots. You're just coming in there looking to fit, get a feel out, understand what you can and can't do, and just give them a response. Give them a timetable when you can provide, provide an answer. Remember, they're not out to get you. Nobody's out to get you. If, uh, Like I mentioned, sometimes salaries happen where, again, like I mentioned, you, you just... They just can't pay you what you're owed. They can't give you the mobility, this and that. They're not out to get you. Remember, they have to respond to somebody that responds to somebody that responds to somebody. So a good way to understand that is if they're not giving you what you're asking for, you try other alternatives that what they can do. And if it's absolutely unequivocally, unequivocally excuse me, impossible for you to get what you're asking for, then try other places. Try to give other scenarios that may be down the line. Or if you really want the job, get it in writing where maybe at the end of the year, you can revisit this maybe for something potentially better or in a couple of years, whatever the situation is. Stay at the table. Remember, we're not negotiable today, may be negotiable tomorrow. I just mentioned that. Stay at the table. Don't give the ultimatum that you give up and that's it. That's the end all be all. It's very important that you make sure that you open yourself up, give yourself and the interview the opportunity that you're open to discuss later down the line. Always, 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 audience, give the ultimatum that you're always open to discuss later down the line. And like I mentioned, I hope what I provided today is able to give you guys the information that you need that's readily available during a negotiation. You always want to try and negotiate to maximize on what you feel you deserve being in the specific position or job that you're looking to interview in. If you guys have any questions, reach out to me at the Danso Pitch. I hope you guys have taken away this opportunity to learn more about how to negotiate during this process. We've all, as the end of the year approaches, we're all looking to get new jobs, new positions. So you want to go into it having information readily available to maximize on what you feel whether it's pay flexibility is deserved towards you and what how you can go about it. This episode will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. I'm your host, Charles Dan. So thank you. You guys have a safe week and we'll talk soon. Peace.